This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Mount Rushmore is easy. It's the cliche Mount Rushmore sports talker of the week with Mackey, Judd, and Rami. That is why I would put him on the Mount Rushmore. Those would be my four. All right, we'll start with one. I've got one for you guys. And then if any other Mount Rushmore's spin off of this or even spin randomly, you guys throw them out. But let's start with this one. Jonathan, if we could fire up a little appropriate music here, okay? Here is the cliche Mount Rushmore talker of the week. In Vikings history, we're looking for the best value picks in the draft. The best value picks. And I've got a list for you guys, so you don't even have to do any work. You can all just right. sift through this. It'll Good. be easier for Judd because Judd has watched all of these guys play in his in his life. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to start chronologically. I'm going to give you the, the roster of options, and we need four for a cliche Mount Rushmore. Value draft picks for the Vikings. We'll start with Dave Winfield. was a 17th round pick by the Vikings in 1973. Never actually played, but... Drafted in three sports. But they baseball, the, basketball, and football. Yeah, they drafted him. And by the way, the NFL draft was 17 rounds at one point, which I learned today digging through research. That's amazing. Scott Studwell was a ninth round pick in 1977. Mm-hmm. One of the better defensive players in Vikings history. Yeah, that's gonna qualify. Yep. Okay, Joe Sensor was a sixth round pick in 1979. He had a 1,000 yard season in his second year, and then had knee problems that basically derailed his his NFL career. Wade Wilson, longtime starter and mostly backup throughout the 80s and early 90s. Where'd they get him? Eighth round. Oh. 1981. That's good value for a quarterback who had a career like his. Yeah, the, the eighth round doesn't even exist anymore. It'd be yeah. like having an undrafted guy be on your roster as a quarterback for 11 years. Steve Jordan, seventh round pick in 1982, one of the best tight ends in Vikings history. Mm-hmm. Carl Lee was a seventh round pick in 1983. Great starting cornerback on those 80s Vikings defenses that were that were very good. You guys remember Terry Allen, running back from oh, the yeah. early 90s towards ACL. Yes, ninth round pick by the Vikings in 1989. He had a couple couple thousand yard seasons with the Vikings, and then two more thousand yard seasons with Washington, All and right. was in the league for like ten years. Yeah, Terry Allen. All right, so he was ninth round. All right. Eddie McDaniel, linebacker, fifth round, 1992. Brad Johnson was a ninth round pick in 1992. A couple stints as quarterback for the Vikings. That's a good value, ninth round. Matt Burke, sixth round, 98. Nate Burleson, third round in 03. He had a 1,000-yard season at one point. Mm -hmm. John Sullivan was the starting center for the 09 Vikings and had a few nice seasons as a sixth round pick in 08. 
Everson Griffin, fourth round pick in 2010. He's actually fourth on the Vikings' all-time sack list if you pretend like the 70s didn't have sacks because they didn't count Which them. football does. <laughs> so he would probably be more like seventh on that list if, if that was complete. Daniil Hunter was a third-round pick in 15, and Stefan Diggs was a fifth-round pick in that same draft. Hmm. That's your pool of candidates. We need a Mount Rushmore. Give me those last two again. Daniil Hunter and Stefan Diggs were third- and fifth-round picks, and they both might okay, be rec- on the Mount Rushmore. Recency bias, but I think those two guys are on it. I'll start things off and say I think those two guys are on it. Daniil Hunter, the most sacks before the age of 25 yeah. in the history of the NFL, and Stefan Diggs, a top-ten wide receiver, drafted where he was. I think they're on it. So my my logic would be just like eliminating some of these guys. Dave Winfield is fun. He never played for the Vikings, so he's off the list. If it's between Everson Griffin and Daniil Hunter, I know Griffin has longevity, and I think Daniil Hunter is a better player. And there's one a round, Hall of Fame caliber player. There's one round separating him, right? Yep, third and fourth. I round. think it's okay. Daniil Hunter. Okay, right. And I'm kind of with like Stefan Diggs is one of the best receivers in Viking. Once you get past Moss Carter, Stefan Diggs is in a Pretty high tier in Vikings history. Minneapolis Miracle. Sure. Yeah, it's a great fifth, fifth round, round pick. pick. Like, it's a great fifth round pick. I'm with Rami. I think both those guys, I think we got half our Mount Rushmore. My here. two old school picks then to go with the two newer ones would be Scott Studwell, ninth round for sure. The guy played forever and was really good. And I would say because he was just so darn good, I would say Steve Jordan, you said seventh round in 82. Yeah. Steve Jordan was a great tight end. So I could easily see it being Studwell, Steve Jordan. Stefan Diggs, Daniel Hunter. No quarterbacks here, so we're we're leaving Brad Johnson, who was a starting quarterback for multiple seasons with the Vikings. I think Terry Allen has pick. a strong case, man. Yeah, he had two thousand yard seasons. He, he was, was like a workhorse running back for the Vikings. He was good. I think the vulnerable one here is Steve Jordan. He was one of the best tight ends in Vikings history, seventh rounder. I'm not going to fight you on Studwell because Studwell was a stud. Steve Jordan. Steve Jordan is more deserving than Allen is. I think okay. So I would say, but do you? But would you fight for one of the two quarterbacks in Wade Wilson or I Brad might Johnson? fight for Matt Burke. <clears throat> Matt Burke's one of the best yeah. centers in franchise history. Where was he taken? Sixth round, nineteen ninety eight. Because it's a scale of like success versus round, right? Yeah. Yeah, Matt Sixth Burke might round? have to be on there, man. I almost put Matt Burke ahead of Steve Jordan on you, but Steve Jordan was a seventh rounder. Oh, yeah, this is Steve, tough. That's, a, that's a tough one. I'm giving I'm giving you my my two old school picks would be Studwell and Steve Jordan. Burks are yeah, Burke is a good debate. Brad Johnson. Terry Allen was good, but I feel like I could Burke I is could ahead of Terry Allen. Off. We can get rid of if, if Burke is on, we can get rid of John Sullivan. We already got rid of Everson Griffin. So basically, and Wade Wilson's another eighth rounder, guys on your yeah. roster for like ten plus Started. years. Yeah. Alright, so here's here's what we've narrowed it to. In the in the in the Mount Rushmore right now. We have Diggs, Hunter, Studwell, Steve Jordan as the best value picks ever for the Vikings in the draft. And then we've got Brad Johnson, Wade Wilson, and Matt Burke. Matt Burke, sixth rounder. Wade Wilson, eighth rounder. Brad Johnson, ninth rounder. I think the guy with the strongest case who's not on it is Burke. I don't know who we're going to knock off. A couple of those guys are before my time. Twitter vote. Put it out there. Let the listeners help us decide. All right. I mean, it's it's splitting hair, so... Jonathan, can you can you put a Twitter? Don't you, uh, uh, we only have four options though for a poll, right? So let's do this. Like we've got here's the poll. We got three: Studwell, Hunter, and Diggs are on the Mount Rushmore of Vikings best value picks in the draft ever. The other four options are Steve Jordan, Matt Burke, Brad Johnson, Wade Wilson. 
We'll let the people make the decision. Let the people decide. Splitting hairs. It's very tough. Mm Mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore is easy. It's the cliche Mount Rushmore Sports Talker of the Week with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. That is why I would put him on the Mount Rushmore. Those would be my four. You guys got any other Mount Rushmore's oh, we need to flush out here? You bet I got a whole, <laughs> I got a whole page full of these babies because I love this. Because I love the cliches. I, 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 I was thinking Mount Rushmore of draft analysts. <sighs> Mount Rushmore of worst first-round quarterback picks in the last five years. Let's knock off the analyst thing real quick. Because I think that's like Mel Kuyper. Oh, come is. on. I was trying to get a Trubisky dig in. No, <laughs> Sorry. My come on. It's my fault. Come on. I had Rami. Sage, <laughs> for no reason, Sage brought Trubisky up or the Bears up. For no reason. I didn't take the bait, though. Usually I get mad. No, you did take the bait. I, mean, I didn't smirked, say anything. And I smirked back at you and no up, one said I looked anything. up at the monitor if you're watching us streaming, by the way, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook if you want to see you our did. faces. You did. It was um, great. It was glorious because he just ripped him for no reason at all. Every time, man. I know. Every time. And I feel like it's, I feel because he does work for the score in Chicago, that's why he does it. I don't think it's a dig at you. Mm, I think he, I think he takes a little bit of joy in okay. my pain. Okay, you might be right. It's both. Yeah. It's definitely both. It's definitely both. Okay, so the... Okay, Kuiper, McShay, Mayock has to be on that Mount Rushmore. Yeah, Mayock, he was the guy at NFL Network okay. for a long time. So those three are locked in. McShay is locked in. I, I hate McShay's... to question the guy while he's I, I'm with laid Rami. up Listen, with the coronavirus. I'm with Rami. Let me ask this. Would, I'm Team Rami on this Would one. Kuiper have missed the draft due to coronavirus? <laughs> he wouldn't have told him Jesus. that he was sick. He would have just coughed into his sleeve, <laughs> been bright red, 102 temperature, <laughs> may, maybe 108. I don't know what it goes up to. Um, it would have been the Bob Costas pink eye incident thing. Oh. Was, they're just like, dude, get off TV. Yeah. That was so dude, hard to look at, man. Costas so had, had, had a, like at. a third eye growing out of the side oh. of his head, too. Oh, that was <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> well, hold on a second. I does McShay is is he as automatic as you just said? Well, who are the other candidates? Because Kuiper and Mayock are, are locked. Kuiper is right? George Washington. Yeah, Kuiper is definitely it's George Washington. Mayock goes. Ron Jaworski. That's what I was going to say. Don't we need to vet this a little bit more? Yeah. Jaws is on the list. Who else is, is Gruden on the list? What about Herb Street? Oh, Riddick. Riddick Lewis is Lewis Riddick coming on strong. Are we missing any old school '90s ESPN types? I mean, Kuiper was the only guy. Kuiper was like their only guy until McShay came along yeah, ten years probably, ago. Yeah, you're probably right. McShay, who hasn't aged at all in ten years, you're probably right. Probably McShay does have to be it there then, because I'm trying to think of from. The 90s, if there was anybody else who even rivaled from a different network, Mel Kuyper, and I can't remember any fa- uh, names or faces. Can you guys? I'm trying to pull up a list Just right jaws. now. I might jog Just my jaws. memory. I can't oh, actually, anything. I wouldn't put him on the Mount Rushmore, but Merrill Hodge used to be big-time analyst guy. Right. Okay, that's a good one. When they used when they launched that Edge NFL matchup show at like 7 in the morning, and now they bury it at like 4 in the morning that's or a, something. That was a great show, by the way. But, yeah, I mean, Ma- Merrill Hodge was all about that. Mount Rushmore is easy. It's the cliche Mount Rushmore Sports Talker of the Week with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. That is why I would put him on the Mount Rushmore. Right. I mean, Those would be my four. I've got Kuiper, McShay, Mayock, and Jaws. Do hosts qualify? Berman hosted it forever. I mean, it's a question, not a statement. But then wouldn't Trey Wingo also and, and Rich well, Eisen? Like Rich Eisen ran a 40-yard dash every year. Who anchors combat. it for NFL Network? Is it Chris Rose? It's uh, usually Rich Eisen. Okay. First it, round it is Eisen. Eisen. Eisen's strong. But are you, is that the spirit of the question? Are you are you looking to No, I was looking those more guys? analysts. Okay. I was looking more strictly analysts. But All if right. you want to throw in anchors, 
I think Rich Eisen deserves strong consideration. Yeah. Very good host. Hmm. I think we got it. I, th- I think it's Kuiper, McShay, Mayak, Jaws, and then if you want to expand to like Eisenwingo, that's a different conversation. Mount Rushmore, worst Vikings draft picks in the 2000s and the 1990s. I got lists here. Wow. All right, let's do it. Well, I can't do it. You don't fire that. Mount Rushmore is easy. It's the cliche Mount Rushmore Sports Talker of the Week with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. That is why I would put him on the Mount Rushmore. Those would be my four. Specifically in my contract is I have to hear that before I give this list. <laughs> Since 2000, my Mount Rushmore four choices worst first round picks by the Vikings. Two of them come from the same draft class, Troy Williamson and Erasmus James in 2005. That's doing some work. Bad draft picks. I mean, yes. Two in one round. Especially when Aaron Rodgers goes in the same draft. But we don't need to talk about that right now. Uh, Christian Ponder and Laquan Treadwell. Am I missing anybody from 2000 to now? Williamson, Erasmus James, Christian Ponder, Laquan Treadwell. Some people might say Matt Khalil. That's who I was about to throw out there, but he had one good year. That's my mm-hmm. pro- That's my dilemma. Yeah. No, I, I don't th- disagree with you guys. I just think because he actually had a Pro Bowl year his first yeah. year and fell off the cliff. You could make the case that bad. injuries kind of derailed him a little bit. It wasn't just injuries, but I think that's pre- that's a pretty comprehensive list. All right. Okay, what's the 90s? Mount Rushmore is easy. It's the cliche Mount Rushmore Sports Talker of the Week with Maggie, Judd, and Rami. That is why I would put him on the Mount Rushmore. Those would be my four. Amazingly, my 90s list is all all grouped very close together, and it's all defensive players, and it starts in the year of our Lord, 1995. Derek Alexander, four years here, 17 and a half sacks, and he takes a hit because they passed up Warren Sapp, who went one pick. Sapp went 12th to Tampa Bay. Derek Alexander went 11th to the Vikings, all right? Mm-hmm. Then the next year, they come back again. And take defensive end, another one, Dwayne Clemens, if you recall him. Mm. They take him 16th in 96. He also plays four years here and has one more sack than Derek Alexander. He had 18 and a half in four years. Then the next year, they come back again. Linebacker, and you could probably debate this one a bit, but going 20th in the 97 draft, first round to the Vikings, Dwayne Rudd. Oh, Dwayne Rudd. Most famous when he was with the Browns, I believe, Yes, for uh, celebrating, taking his helmet off, and Spike throwing it on the ground with time still on the clock. Yes. Gets a 15-yard penalty, moving Kansas City into field goal range. And they win that game. Yeah. Nice work. So we've gone 95, 96, 97. Of course, 98 was the glorious Moss pick. But then one year after that, the Vikings come back again, and after taking Culpepper with a Washington pick... With their own pick at 29, they take, out of Michigan State, Demetrius Underwood, who disappears from Mankato in training camp and never plays it down. So within the span of five years, I would argue that the Vikings' four worst first-round picks of the 90s... It's hard to outdo a guy who never showed up for work. He showed up (laughs) for work, left work, took a taxi from Mankato to the airport, I think flew to Philadelphia, and Rami was never heard from again by the Vikings. Yeah, he's George Washington. He might need two spots on the Mount Rushmore, actually. <laughs> Mount Rushmore is easy. It's the cliche Mount Rushmore Sports Talker of the Week with Maggie, Judd, and Rami. That is why I would put him on the Mount Rushmore. Those would be my four. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plug Door Chris Howard. University of Michigan QB J.J. McCarthy makes bold predictions but doesn't fulfill them, and Ohio State kicker Noah Ruggles misses an opportunity to etch his name in Buckeye lore. Fans love their teams and the players. That is, until they don't. 
When it comes to finger pointing, you'll find no greater antagonist than the fan. Why? Because it means more to them, or so they believe. As a former player, nothing angers me more than armchair charters accusing the teams of overlooking opponents or blaming players for providing bulletin board material. But leading up to the game, the fan is the one talking the most, boasting the most. When the team is winning, it's a lot of we talk. But when the team loses, it turns into they lost. You will never know what those moments feel like because you didn't put in the work to earn those feelings from those moments. That's the great thing about being part of a team. You win as a team, you lose as a team. We cry, we console our brother, we don't point the finger, we go back to work, back to the early morning workouts, the hill sprints, back to the bloody noses and broken bones. Why? Because it really means more to us. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.